Bueller, 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 Bueller. Wake up! Good morning! Terry Wilson, he's going to throw! Conrad! Touchdown, Kentucky! Touchdown, Kentucky! <laughs> Victory, Kentucky! Like, give your fans what they want, you dinguses. She probably smokes marijuana. Bad, bad girl. They is buggers over here. Back outside. This is the point where he always hits it. Oh! Aaron Harrison beyond belief. We did it. We beat those British. We beat the British. Second Cornwallis. Ten kids. You're basically pregnant for 20 years. Pregnant or breastfeeding. Just wow. Like that sounds exhausting. Potheads. What an adorable. What an adorable bunch of people. Woodson from the gun. Play fake. Step it up. He's throwing deep down the near sideline. He's got Johnson. Play down. Touchdown. Kentucky. Jesus, Rash. Get it together. Yeah, it's game day. Come on. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. everybody. Happy Tuesday to you. October 24th, 2023. Scoot's a little late on getting my microphone unmuted. I've got a, a couple bones to pick with Scoot's this morning. Wow. Oh, Scoot, don't shake your head. I heard, I wow. mean, all of a sudden I'm not hearing my voice and then I do hear wow. my voice. I don't, I don't know. A split second late. Wow. No. Oh, yeah, you were. Go back on the tape. No, I don't know why it cut out like that at the beginning because you were definitely oh. live. So okay. well, please, don't, out, though. please don't blame me. It, it did cut out. I'll give you that. I will blame you for not saying hello this morning. Yeah, I had to. I was in the bathroom when y'all got here. I mean, here. no, no, duh. And then by it's, time, by it's time, terrible, is a man. It's that's you're either in that room or the bathroom. You're never anywhere in between. And by the time I got out, your all's door was already closed. So I thought you were having some sort of private meeting. I, I didn't. I didn't want to oh, disrupt it. You, it's you know, weird that this happened today because I literally just yesterday on the Rutherford show, the Mike Rutherford Trevor Kelsey special show, they were talking about how they just normally don't like say hi to each other. The first time they interact is just when the show starts. That's weird. Um, sometimes like Mike will leave the door open and see Trevor walk by and they'll just like do a wave. Trevor will do the, you know, just miserable to be existing sort of deal. But Trevor will do like a, a big knock and then it's like, hey, it's go time. But I was like, that's so weird that you hmm. wouldn't like acknowledge each other's presence. And they don't do the camera, I don't think. Well, like, it, they just don't see each other. Especially because Mike, the three days I did last week, he I was in here doing my production thing, and he came in over to my side, popped his head in, hey, Scoots. So I'm surprised he doesn't do that with Trevor. Although Trevor normally gets here after him, so that's yeah. probably the issue. Yeah, I was like, oh, that's weird. They wouldn't acknowledge because I normally go into Scoots. Scoots is here before us, so I'll normally poke my head and say, morning, Scoots, and then that'll be it. And then today I poked my head in. He wasn't there. And I was like, oh, you know, maybe he's in our studio getting stuff ready, getting the things all set up. No, wasn't doing that. Uh, Roush, he was taking a big poop is what he was doing. <laughs> metabolism, And that's man. okay. It's yeah. metabolism scoots. Everybody does it. It's a normal morning for me. Normal morning. Uh, in, in about 20 minutes when you go again, it'll be a normal morning <laughs> as well. All right, I just wanted to make sure you weren't mad at us or something. No, we're good. I just didn't have time for you. My bad. I, 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 next time, instead of assuming that you're having some big important meeting, I'll just knock and come on in. Well, you know, Roush and I, we always like yeah. to get some real serious stuff out no of the doubt. way before we get on the yeah. air. But or I didn't know if maybe y'all were talking politics. I didn't want to walk into that. We were, actually. Yeah, we, were, <laughs> we were recapping the 36 governor's debate last night. They've had so many debates. Um, 
I do want to ask you, though, you tweeted about a drunk Andy Bashir video. I haven't seen a drunk Andy Bashir video. Yeah, it's big controversy. Is it real? Is it slowed down? Is the video manipulated? Uh, I just need to say, and I do totally mean this, I don't care. I don't care if it's manipulated. Well, I mean, if it's manipulated, then if I was Andy Bashir, I'd just come out and be like, that is 100% fake. Um, And that, you know, would be, I guess, a bummer. Do you have said video? Yeah, it's in my wallet. Let me pull it out. Uh, no, I, I, it's on Twitter. Um, no, I think I just tried searching drunk Andy Bashir and just got your tweet. <laughs> That's all? That was the only person saying anything about it? Um, um, there's uh, Rand Paul is right by saying Kentucky Democrat Governor Andy Bashir is drunk on power. But he's actually just drunk. But there, if this video is legitimate, and maybe it's not, maybe it is doctored, uh, if it's legitimate, who really cares? He probably had, like, some scheduling. He Something was scheduled that he didn't know about. He was probably having a good time at a party or hanging out with friends. Had to talk to, like, a group of supporters. And this was from many years ago. Are you playing it just right now? Um, yeah, I was just trying. I thought he would be, like, drunk at a party. And it's like, so he, I guess he's just slurring his words in a Zoom call? Yes. Yeah. Oh. And he's just, like, is, I mean, it's not like he's, like, saying anything inappropriate, uh, I mean, he's talking about masking again, so that's a little bit inappropriate. But that was from two years ago. So I think I think this video is from multiple years ago. I don't think this is like uh, something that happened over the weekend or something like that. Uh, I think it's an old video that just resurfaced, but people are wondering if it's doctored, slowed down to make him sound worse than he is. Um, I think the video is legitimate. Uh, I think he probably just didn't realize. I mean, you can just like see his eyes and stuff. Uh, like he yeah. just he just looks like somebody that's been drinking. Not a big deal. Yeah. It's not like he's out driving around. <laughs> it's not like, you know, he's on the campaign trail stumbling up to the podium or something like that. It was probably just like, hey, Andy, you were you drank at lunch? Like, you've got to meet with these supporters on a Zoom call. And he probably thought, hey, I'm okay. I'll be fine. And it was like a two-minute video clip. Not the end of the world. Yeah. Uh, I definitely never accidentally got online and talked to people after being overserved. Me? Never like half the uk fan base on twitter on the weekend i <laughs> know <laughs> right like yeah no um, I, that, that's but like I, you know and on to, to be fair i don't really think like the right is saying oh my gosh he needs to be disqualified for this video this is the most egregious i mean there are some goobers out oh, there it's that just like it. uh all right two weeks till election let's let's see what we can let's yeah. see kind yeah. of what mud we can sling see i the one of the polls said that 10 percent of kentucky voters are undecided Shocking so, to me. Yeah. Like, who, shocking who to me. Who is... Uh, <laughs> and then my wife was like, well, it's probably just people that, like, don't care in the slightest about politics, and they get a phone call from, like, a poller, and they're like, hey, who are you voting for? Oh, I don't know. Bye. Like, you know, like, probably something like that. But I just have a hard time thinking, how many people voted in 2019? I think it was, like, 1.4 million. I have a tough time thinking 10% of 1.4 million doesn't know who they're going to vote for for governor. Yeah, uh, I, I do as well. And what, like... You would have to be under a rock to not know who's running either, because they they advertise mm-hmm. quite often. Yeah, do we have we we need to get some yeah, some ads on this channel? Yeah, I think we have a couple. Scoots has done a, yeah. a couple political. Ads. You don't pay attention, Rouse, to my political tag no, at no. the end. We need we need the Bashir. We need some of their money. Andy, Daniel, give us your money. And I'll do so the. I'll even read the, the tag for you. Yeah, we can get the ten percent to figure out who they're going to pick. 140,000 people may not know who they're voting for just yet. <laughs> and they're just going to do a governor's debate every night until people just have to pick. 
Say, they yeah. have done so many of them. So I saw they did a WLKY, the one. Who did they do? KET last night. KET last night. Yeah, Renee Shell leading the charge. I didn't actually get to, that was the first governor's debate that I didn't get to see any of, um, but I probably will like catch up on it today. Need to get, embarrassing they need it? to get Casey Parker Bell on the call. Who's Casey Parker Bell? Uh, great UK journalism colleague of mine who's over at KET and does, he's like a reporter for him. Maybe you move he, him up to the anchor. He's probably working behind the scenes on the debate. I bet he was. They, well, they'll have him do like during like election nights. He'll have like the headset on, be doing you know, when it's live and in person. Things are getting a little crazy. We're getting close to it though. What two weeks from today? I think right. Yep. Um, I, I would ask because he's not even a resident, but um, I really don't know any of the other races who's doing anything. Like I, I was listening to uh, my boss and uh, ask Ryan Lemon who's running for things, and I realized, like, oh, I don't know any any of these people either. I guess yeah. we need we need uh, Shell. Shell is going to give him hell running for AG. Is that uh, like, I think Michael Adams is still running for secretary. The hell's okay. AG? Attorney General. Mm. Um, actually, I think he's running for ag commissioner. So oh. AG commissioner, I should say. Mm. Always that is confusing. AC for, for what it's worth. Um, yeah, it's, I think it's just all like the, the state positions. Okay. Treasurer, I believe. Who, the current, is, is Coleman the current attorney general? I don't know. No, the current attorney general is Daniel Cameron. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Two politics. weeks from today though. Uh, I think you can start maybe even voting today. I'll just wait until election day. I also just like waiting until election I, day, I, I, unless I unless I'm out of town or something, or I can't. But I just kind of like the the buzz. I I'm, like the pop. I mean, I guess it's, I've never. I don't know. Have you ever had to wait in line to vote? No. Yeah. Like not I don't, more. Not more than like five minutes. Yeah. Top. And that's just more like because the lady in front of me couldn't find her ID or something like that. Right. Right. Exactly. So it's like well, I don't. I'll forget. Like I don't. I know the first Tuesday in November. Boom. Boom early. Uh, Mm-hmm. Yep. I'm glad it's an option, but it's not necessary. Yeah, we've got governor's me, race, attorney no general, race. secretary of state. I think we've got ag commissioner, treasurer, audit of public accounts. Ooh, auditor. Jonathan Shell or Richard Heath for the ag commissioner. I've got a feeling it's probably going to be Jonathan Shell. Whoever the red one is. I think for Ag Commissioner, that's probably a safe guess. Uh, but, yeah, we, we weren't really planning on talking politics this morning. But, yeah, that video of Bashir's um, out there. Uh, is it real? Is it not real? Who cares? Who really cares? Yeah, um, just like everybody was waiting, highly anticipated for our political talk, they also couldn't wait to hear our NBA discussion. Because mm-hmm. as everybody's had their calendar marked forever, October 24th, is the start of the NBA season. Yeah, I try not to wish away the first nine and a half months of the year, but um, here we are. We finally made it. Finally you know, made we, it to the start of the NBA season. We, you we, did it. We did it. It's something that we talk about every day, Scoots, just kind of counting down the day. Until when the when NBA finally ends in July, it's like, oh, my goodness gracious. Just get me to two months later. Anything to get rid of these two months. Um, no, we're being facetious. So, a real, real note on that, though. So, you remember how I was telling you all I didn't do fantasy football this year, but I did the best ball lineups on DraftKings? Mm-hmm. So, they did the same for NBA, and Gil last week was like, hey, you want, you want to do an NBA best ball, see what we can do? It's like, yeah, sure, why not? You get 15 picks, right? 
our draft is done. Out of the 15 players, Gil has 11 Kentucky guys on his team. Yeah. <laughs> Way to go, Gil. <laughs> Woo. Gil, every, Gil, every Gil. time it was his turn to draft, he just took a Kentucky Another guy cat. every Another time. Another cat. Another <laughs> cat. Sounds like a winning combination. That's what, that's what he said. He said, I think it's going to be a good strategy when it's all said and done. It's like a single 52-year-old. Another <laughs> cat. <laughs> Game seven of the NBA Finals. June 23rd. Mark your calendars. <laughs> oh, Eight months? Uh, ten, yeah. Jeez. Yeah, it's a lot. It's that all- is crazy. June 23rd is when this season could end. That's starting today. It's a little long. It's a little long. And the playoffs start April 14th, so it's almost like, you know, man, that really would be an incentive to miss out on the playoffs. Two and a half months You're off? telling me I just have to go October to April and then bada boom, bada bing, I'm done? No wonder the magic have sucked for years. <laughs> I lived in Florida. <laughs> get me out of here so I get yeah, to the beach. Seriously, I, I get April through October just to do whatever I want. Hello, golf. Who's winning the NBA scoops? Shoot me straight. Is it the Bucks with the, the Dame edition? Is KD and Booker finally going to get right? I think Dame and, and Giannis have a good chance. Um, I would agree with that. That's a hot take, but I agree with it. I, I'm going to give you an even hotter take. I'm going to tell you the Nuggets repeat. Yeah, that's a whole other thing. Is that like people kind of forget that they were just totally dominant last mm-hmm. year? You know, they were just kind of toying with teams for the most part. So uh, I I think that that's kind of where I'm leaning. I do think the Suns get one eventually, and if it ain't this year, then when's it gonna be? So I I, I would go Suns or Nuggets versus the field. Suns messed up by trading away Aiton. He was he was Aiton a sucks. huge part of their team. He yeah, sucks. no, he sucks. Yeah, sorry, Scoots. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not related to him or anything, so it's fine. You're not offended me. Y'all look just like. <laughs> sometimes when I pop my head in to say good morning to you, I'm like, I accidentally say, "Hey, DeAndre." <laughs> DeAndre Aiden's still one of like my one of my more memorable interviews of all time. Interviewing him in Indianapolis, not just me, but there was a few other that reporters was there. Very, that was very amusing. It was just like, hey, so who are you hearing from? Nobody talking about recruiting. Uh, nobody. Uh, no, really, nobody's t- nobody's talking to me. I don't know why nobody's recruiting me. And we were like, ah. he's like, I'm not joking. He was like, I haven't like, sc- I thought schools were supposed to be talking to me and nobody's talking to me. And I don't get why school, like nobody wants me. And we were like, oh, that's weird. He was like, Kansas called my mom like months ago. And that's all I know. I was like, oh, that is kind of strange. Turns out there was a bunch of like, you know. Handlers doing hand- all this mm-hmm. stuff for him. And, uh, but it was kind of sad that it was like, uh, your recruitment's very much active, DeAndre. So the fact that you're telling us that it's not, something's lost in translation. Which, like, you would think they would at least do some pretend talking to him, too. Mm-hmm. Some of the coaches. But, um, I mean, it is a situation where I felt kind of bad for him in that regard. But he is one of the more exciting players I've ever seen in person from a high school perspective. But I do just... Wonder how much of him was peaking too early and not being able to handle physicality inside. Scoot, uh, so you know team he plays for now? Uh Portland, right? Yep. Yeah. Shade on Sharp and DeAndre Aiden. Yep. Power duo. They got Portland they got somebody else our, in that trade too. Yeah, they've got a fun. they've got a nice little like young team that if that that could flourish. Unfortunately the West is just dominant, so it's probably uh, probably not going to happen. But the uh, the Celtics getting Drew Holiday are fun, and I feel like they've been just on the precipice for 
They're not the Celtics aren't going to do. They're not going to win a championship with Jason Tatum being their star. No, and they got Chris Dobbs, Porzingis. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? That's horrible. No, you don't want that. No. Okay. Not if you're pursuing. I didn't a think that was weird that they like you know kind of welcome him in with as open arms as they did a guy that's kind of been like marked for the last couple of years, mainly because of injuries and whatnot. But um, oh man, Moses Brown's on the Trailblazers. I haven't heard that name in a long time. Oh, that's a fun. Was blast like a one-time UK recruit for a second. Uh, who else are you thinking of, Scoots? In terms of what the Trailblazers player that you referenced. I, that was Roush. Yeah, because uh, Drew Holiday I think got sent there and then traded, Maybe. I believe, from there to the Celtics. Yeah. It sounds right. I don't know. Skyler Mays, former LSU player. Uh, and that's going through the Portland Trail Blazers roster. Oh, uh, Scoots, I got some fun trivia questions for All you. All right. Hit me. Um, do you know where Jared Vanderbilt, what team he plays for? Uh, he played for Kentucky. Yeah? <laughs> um, no, I have no idea. Magic? The last I remember Jared Vanderbilt was on the Lakers. Yeah, he re-signed with the Lakers. Oh, okay. Yeah, I do remember him with the Lakers. I didn't think he'd still be there, though. Yeah. Um, he's, Didn't he get traded super late from the Nuggets? And I was like, oh, man, you just hang out a couple more months, you would have gotten yeah, the ring, big yeah. dog. Um, but he played well, started some games for them. Um, your your pal, Jalen hood Shafino plays for the Lakers, too. Scoot. He does? Yeah, I don't know how much run he's going to get this year, uh, but that seemed like a good landing spot for him. I love that people thought we were kidding about our, our NBA preview today. <laughs> but, I mean, it is a Tuesday. We might as well just like, oh, hey, remember no, the I, NBA? I can only do so much NBA. I think we've done I know. it. I, yeah. think, I think I we've mean, done it. Lakers-Denver tonight, 730. I wonder if old Dan Issel's going to be there. He was at some of the finals games. Uh, he had to, like, shoot a free throw, and he missed it at one of the finals games. Damn. Damn. And then you get Phoenix-Golden State tonight, which I'll be lucky if I'm awake even at tip-off. Uh, speaking of falling asleep, fell asleep during the Vikings game last night, but I did think they were going to cover. I didn't think they were going to win, but did think they were going to cover, so we'll just count that as the hot streak continuing. Primetime Kirk Cousins, not primetime Kirk Cousins. He's uh, good. The Minnesota Vikings horn is still incredibly dumb. Why do teams think they need to like do something before the game? Even the Bengals' little jungle thing is stupid. Uh, that one's fun. It's, it's th that, I like the horn, too, for what Yeah, it's the horn's fun. The, I mean, they're just not fun. That horn's not making that no, noise. No, the horn that is horn making and, that noise. And, and Vikings never had a horn even half the size of that. <laughs> uh, not even a quarter of the cool. size of that. That's a, It's a comically large horn. Nobody could even carry it. The 12s How is, you fitting it on a boat? is dumb, but also cool. The 12, No, the 12 is actually at least like original. Like They had something that was cool. Now every other team's like, we got to do something before the game. Also, the Where the hell is the UK big drum? Where the hell's the big drum? Oh wow, that's a good point. I'm gonna go looking for it. They, I mean, seriously, they just they slipped that bad boy in the in the closet and said, "Let's just act like we never did it." Yeah, which is for the best. And it's right next to the Wildcat idea. third down call that everybody in the stands did. That I actually thought was kind of fun. Yeah, because you could just hit people with it. <laughs> um, Scoots, if you don't ooh, remember, UK tried to make like a tradition after third down, everybody in the stadium would do like a Wildcat paw coming mm -hmm. down. It uh, it did it didn't. Catch. I mean that's that's almost as lame as Indiana on third well first downs when we get a first down we used to do like uh, uh move our arms up and down and then we pointed to the first down that was pretty. But lame. you guys got so so few of first downs people forgot yeah, what to do exactly they, really they got rid of it yeah. yeah didn't really take off I so you, did you, um, you do this yep that's it and they'd be like first down Hoosiers <laughs> what is the first down call you want to hear it. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm actually pretty good at it. Sweet. First down, Hoosiers! That's all you get. That's, that is good. Yeah, that was good, Scoots. You could be a PA announcer. I've practiced. I've had years of practice. Some people think that that Bashir video is fake because the audio video like isn't perfectly synced at all times. Scoots Sco- was like six seconds behind <laughs> on his first down Hoosiers call versus when he got back up to the mic. There's a little de- – is the delay for me too? Roush, do the yeah. Oh, down. yeah, via the webcam, yeah. There's and I'll do the U of L one. First, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> and that's good for another first down, Kentucky. I always like to crank it up and go like, and then when he gets- see, <laughs> I do a double. Oh. So I I pull the hand back to the shoulder. That's a fun one for the first down, mm-hmm. and then Kentucky. So you get like two. I just really like just, when like you're just waiting for it. Everybody's pumped, so I'm just like, all right, here we go, here we go. I do the wi- arm wind up and then get into it with really hard jabs. Really hard jabs. And then U of L, of course, nothing original to that university. They copied UK. And that's good for another card. First down. There's people who do the three points when they. Now, the card's first down's fine. You got to have a cool first down thing. Every team does. What I've realized is that um, I started because I would hear Louisville's, like, uh, whatever their opening game went to that, and they would go, It's third down. They do the Ollie ringing the bell Uh sort of thing. That's at like 100 stadiums. That's it's the the bell and everything. Yeah, how the many whole, play, how many places have a coal whistle on third down? None. And then how many places play Law and Order music when there's a penalty? That's great. And how many places sometimes play the Halloween song just for fun? Why not? Just to scare the other team. Ah! When when I was doing my game on Friday night, I was at Silver Creek. They have a pretty good first down. Their uh, PA guy, he's he hypes everybody up. He's got a real exciting voice. But he does the thing where he says, and hey, that's another Silver Creek. And then he doesn't say it, and everybody in the crowd just shouts it. First down! That's it's pre- fun. It's pretty neat. Yeah, yeah, that is a good time. I like that. Uh, we do. I, I do want to talk about Michigan football, Roush. Yeah, maybe we take get, a break. I want to get your takes because I think when of some Michigan. of this stuff happened last week, I think you were gone. I gave some takes on it. And Pete Thamel, if there's a controversy in college athletics, that dude's going to have his nose close to the ground sniffing all around. We'll come back. We'll talk about it. What's going to happen to the Michigan Wolverines? What's the latest? If you missed it, it's a Tuesday edition of Kentucky Roll Call on Big X Sports Radio. Roll October 24th, 2023. We're a week away from Halloween. This is KRC. We'll be back after this. Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports oh, Radio. The slow mic that again. time you got me. TJ got him. Welcome back. Competition today. TJ just trying to be. He pulled that I'm mic not. over so fast. I was not ready. I'm not. Did you all see uh, Kevin <laughs> Sullen got arrested on DUI? Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, bye week. I guess he was recruiting in Florida and then got hammered and drove home. 
Did not know he was in Maryland. I did not know he was in Maryland either. Uh, that was, Oxley, I think, the biggest the news of, of all of it. Yeah, yeah, everybody's like, whoa, Kevin Sumlin in Maryland. A lot of stuff going on in the Big Ten. Um, a lot of stuff going on in the Big Ten. Don't forget, Maryland's in the Big Ten. Yesterday, we talked about Michigan State just asking their fans casually where Hitler was born. And today, Michigan, well, yesterday, Michigan gets caught red-handed. Just flat-out red-handed. And I... Roush, I, I really am excited to kind of hear your your takes on this. Did I'm, you all talk about it on the football podcast yesterday? We did not. We did okay, not. good. I love uh, one of the lines in the Pete Thamel report. Officials around the Big Ten are upset, according to sources. Because <laughs> so here's the thing: uh, if you didn't see Thamel's report yesterday, Connor Stallions, the uh, former Marine that is a staffer for Jim Harbaugh. It's pretty clear his job was steal other team sides. And yep. The a, a lot of this goes back to so first and foremost, I learned uh what this rule I I didn't know you couldn't scout in person anymore. That was a rule they made back in the early 90s which was yes. apparently a cost-cutting measure. Mm-hmm. That we we shouldn't need to pay to send people to other games, just trade tape. Yeah, and we we detailed that on either Thursday or Friday when you were gone, like what the actual rule is and why it came to be. So that that part was uh, a revelation to me. The I love the guy just having like he basically is like, well, let me just sit on the opposite sideline, video all of the signs for every team that Michigan plays. He'd buy tickets on both sides of the stadium. Yeah, so he could be so he back could, and forth. Like, you, hey, we play this team and that team. This half, I'll watch these guys. It, great seats, though. Great yeah. seats. Yeah, and I mean, it's it's not the worst idea. My, <laughs> so Well, it's cheating. So here, here's where a lot of it comes back to is for me. Uh, even if you know what the other team's doing, I do think there's like, Yes, it's an advantage, but I think it's only the slightest. Like, by the time the signals go in, like, there's usually three people providing signals, right? There's three. Mm-hmm. There's there's two dummies and one. So, even by the time you figure out which one is which, I mean, they can switch up every single possession if you want it to. Um, so, like, by the time you figure it out, how much of an advantage are you even giving your team? How much notice can you give your defense about which play the other team's running to where it gives them an advantage? I think obviously the a line is crossed when you it's simming with the Astros, right? Like you can steal signs all you want as long as you don't use technology. That, that I feel like that's the kind of that's what we've agreed upon as society mm-hmm. that like this is part of the game until you bring technology in. Um I've I've just I go back to how much of an advantage can it really be? I mean, maybe unless there's a, you know, because like even Kentucky was ready for that fake punt against Missouri. They were in the coverage that is for the fake punt and they still got beat. Like players got to make plays. So that's true. That's true. But what if Kentucky knew that like the fake punt was going to be a fade over to that side? They, they were in that formation just because that's a place where people fake it. True. You know, true. like, if you don't get it, you're still in their ter- You're still they're still in their own territory, and you got 60 yards of field to defend before you get to the end zone. But I so I'm, I'm I agree with you and I disagree with you. And I think that makes for fun radio every now and then. 
I disagree that like I do think it matters. I think if you can if you were given one play that you knew was going to happen, it's a ginormous advantage. Let alone if you're getting multiple plays. Like, hey, it's third and three. Hey, that's their symbol for like when they're they're going to fake the handoff and roll him off to the like. Speaking of which, in that uh, Clemson Miami game, like, did you see the the controversy after that? I did not. D- Dabo no. kind of throwing his quarterback under the bus. I I know I missed that part. I just they knew. lost twenty eight twenty. They needed a touchdown to right. keep overtime alive. The Clemson quarterback fakes the handoff, keeps it, and like loses six yards from the two yard line. And Dabo's asked after the game, he's like, uh, "It was a straight handoff. There was no option. It wasn't an option. Like yeah. it, it was a straight handoff, and you're gonna have to ask him while he kept it." And they asked the Clemson quarterback, and he's like, "Yeah, it was a straight handoff. Sometimes I trust my instincts, and it, it bit me that time." He he gave a mature answer for his coach throwing him under the bus. But point being, like if you knew that, hey, they're going to fake this handoff here, and that wasn't the play, he did it himself, and you sniffed it out, that's, boom, a game over right there. Like if you just know one play, it can be game-changing, let alone if you know multiple plays. But I'm more intrigued with where you're going, like should it even be illegal? Yeah. Like is this just gamesmanship? Yeah, no, the, I, I, think, I don't think sign-stealing is a problem at all. Like do it. If you People could, try to do it in game. Yeah, you know, in game, other teams will be like, "Hey, they keep doing this sign. We think that that could mean something." I mean, a lot of it comes down to it, the. I mean, this is just the dumbest thing ever that we have to sign in place. I mean, how many gajillions of millions of bazillions of mo- how much money is in this sport? We can't stick the stupid radios in the helmets. What? What? Come on! Yeah, you've convinced me. Like, like I, I, I was kind of just like on the fence of like I like seeing Michigan get in trouble, and hey, they've got rules in place for reasons. Let's follow them. I do think it can be a huge advantage if you do know the other team's plays, or you can sniff out what they're going to potentially do. But I, I, I agree with that. Like, like why, why are we even letting this be on the table? Yeah, because it's just it's so simple. And I know, uh, well, the cost of blah 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 blah. These conferences make plenty of money. Uh, how much can a ra- it cost to install the radio into the helmet? Mm-hmm. Maybe what? Like, I mean, it can't be more than a hundred dollars into the helmet, right? A hundred dollars for four helmets a year. They can't afford that. Even if it was like ten thousand dollars, <laughs> that's what I mean. <laughs> you it's know, not, like make it happen. Yeah, it's, like it's not. It's not that difficult. You would need two for offense, two for defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not tough. And even then, I'm sure the defense would have some sort of signals regardless because defenses rarely huddle uh etc etc but i don't know i i I do love the fact that this is happening at michigan and there was already some stuff before the year because harbaugh got in trouble for um meeting with recruits on campus during um during covid when he weren't supposed to and you know, they had the whole, they held up their force for Jim Harbaugh like he was dead when he got suspended in the first four games. They're paying tribute to him. It was a little over the top. That was very funny. But there was already this sort of talk like, well, Michigan, they've got all these draft picks. Like, what in Michigan, this is just Harbaugh's last, Harbaugh's last hurrah and he goes back to the NFL. If it wasn't, if it wasn't abundantly clear before, I mean, the NCAA, they were looking... They were they were they were wanting to hammer him for that recruiting stuff. Now they've added something else to the equation to to really get him. So maybe more of an incentive to get the hell out of there once this season's over with. Yeah, a lot of people there there's been takes on that, like that exact take that he's leaving, so he just doesn't care. May as well just try to win as much as you can on the way out. 
There's other people that think like the NCAA is trying to get him out. Like they just, you know, he's a bad actor. Don't want him involved. So let's just keep like putting stuff on him, putting stuff on him. I don't making, think it's that. Making I think, him I think, more I think annoyed. It's Harbaugh just being maybe a little brazen in his like win at all costs. Which you know what? If I'm a Michigan fan, like I'm not, am I, I'm not really having any shame about any of this. Coach wants to win, win at all costs. Scoots, they say if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Yep, that's true. Tom Allen and Walmart girls definitely trying. Tom Allen needs to start trying, <laughs> or cheating, or both. That is that's another that's another good exercise too. Is like put yourself in the Michigan fans' shoes. Let's say like Kentucky's. My only issue is at Michigan. I wouldn't want like my favorite team to get to make winning tougher for you. So like recruiting restrictions. Penalties, again, probation itself is just a nothing. But, like, hey, you're losing scholarships. You can't have as many people on the roster. In football, that can be a pretty big deal from time to time. Yeah. Michigan will be okay as a program. They just have too much money and too much support to historically allow whatever may come of this to keep them down. The thing I'd worry about Kentucky, if we ever get, you know, if it turns out that, like, the big dog's just been paying recruits left and right or something like that, and we get in trouble for it, on the one hand, I kind of agree with you all that, like, if you ain't cheating, you ain't trying. Do what you can to win. Just be smart about it. But on the flip side, I don't know if, like, if Kentucky gets hammered by the NCAA again, you know, similar to the 90s Roush and whatnot, if UK can recover from that. I mean, in time, sure. But, like, I could just see any current momentum that UK's had and boom, you're back to two and ten seasons, three and nine seasons, four and eight seasons. Well, my my thing, TJ, with – a lot of this that's very funny is it's like, do you need to steal Rucker signs? You know, I mean, do we need to? It's true. Like, like it's a good point. Some of these, you should be good enough that you don't need to know their signs to be able to defend it well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, you got all this money to to have these operations. I'm wondering how, because it's pretty clear that this was a. It was one man. It was one man's job who's probably getting paid. I don't know, around seventy five thousand dollars a year. So like that's that's what Michigan's willing to dedicate to this. How much is it worth it to some programs, and what are their sign stealing operations like? Like what? How much is it involved? Because it's definitely like this isn't one off. Like you would be naive to think that they're the only program doing it. So how do the other teams operate? You know that that's what I'm. So ultimately, I think you, you you nailed it on the head. That like let's uh, take the sign ceiling out of the equation. Let's let these players be able to hear from their coaches directly. Yeah. And then let the players tell the play in the huddle, and there's not a sign to be had. Also, how cool is it when you see in the NFL when the guys hit their ears over their helmet because they can't hear because it's so loud in there. Mm-hmm. Which to go back, the Viking Stadium feels like one of the few places that is very loud in the NFL. I think it, there's a lot of places in the NFL that, that are really loud. the Superdome, Seattle. But inside stadiums definitely can have an advantage. Um, but yeah, Vikings get loud. They've been accused of pumping in noise before. I don't think it's true. I think people that accuse teams of pumping in noise, unless it's like an empty stadium, and it's like, mm-hmm. oh, wait a tick. The um, whenever I ask, and like we asked George Fant, asked uh, you know, I always ask NFL players about the stadiums, and the Vikings one always stands out, which you just don't think about. Because it's like I don't I don't know something about that place. You just don't think of it as this palatial sort of environment. Turns out, I guess it is. Mm-hmm. 
And uh, it was rocking yeah. last night. It was. Not sure if there was anything being stolen then. But Yeah, the Packers can't beat the Broncos, but the Vikings have no problem beating the 49ers. Things aren't good in the <laughs> NFC North at the moment. Not happy about that. Well, what's going to come of all this for Michigan? What's going to come for Harbaugh? Are they going to get... Are they going to get nailed? One, I'd be for it. I think it, that could, there could be a domino effect where that could potentially help UK in recruiting slightly, maybe, potentially. Yeah, I, I'm wondering, like, nailed. How long would it take? That that part of it, I mean, the IARP took like seven years to do one stupid case. So, like, what is life after IARP for loving penalties to anybody? I mean, this should be a pretty open and shut. If Pete Thamel can whip up a report just like that, it shouldn't take, you know. It, they should be able to adjudicate before this before next season. Yeah, that L fans listening this morning are like, you know what their punishment should be? A dark cloud over them for six years while they investigate all this stuff. That's what they should have going on to them. Uh, I don't know what, what penalty comes from this, but it is funny they're caught red-handed. They had a staffer go to multiple games. He'd buy tickets. He, they, they have video. They have stadium video of him filming. Um, there were some pictures coming out from last year's Michigan-Ohio State game where that guy, what's his name, Corey Stallion? Yeah, Connor Stallion. Connor Stallion, excuse me. Connor Stallion, he is when Michigan's on offense, he's right next to the offensive coordinator. When Michigan's on defense, he's right next to the defensive coordinator. There's a screen grab of the defensive coordinator having what looks to be like people making signals on his little, you know, card. I always love the zoomed in cards, whether it's politicians or in sports. I love the zoomed in cards. Don't forget to turn around and exit the building. It's like, oh, good. I'm glad you put that on paper. Otherwise, I wasn't sure what I was going to do here. Um, you, you get a lot of that. I don't know if you've seen the the pictures. I, of I the, just I just saw the zoomed in. You card. see it? Yeah. Ooh. I do, th- I, but I do disagree with you that I think it's a bigger advantage than you lead on. That being said, you you nailed it on how to fix this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too easy, almost. Well, exactly, exactly. And part of me, it's just to to bring it back to Kentucky, is that like a lot of Mark Stoops's message over the last two weeks is, you know, we just have to be better. We have to make plays, like throw the ball, catch the ball, make tackles, block. Like you can only we make so much of this sport because, I mean, there is a lot to 11 players moving around the football field in coordinated mm-hmm. fashion, but a lot of times it's just playing ball. And Kentucky's got to get better at relaxing and just playing ball. And that's why I, I you know, a lot of this, how, how much of an advantage was it? Was this the key to, is this what put Michigan over the top and got them to finally beat Ohio State? No, like, they ran yeah. the damn. I, I think they just were better up front, and they beat them the hell up. Right? They ran the damn ball. They didn't let Ohio State just throw it all over the yard and turn it into a run and gun shootout. I do think it's like interesting though. You can date back to this dude and when Michigan kind of took that next step. By the way, Har- Jim Harbaugh's like record is just incredible. Like everywhere he's been. Maybe it's because he's cheating everywhere he's going, but. Uh, you know, he, he 29 and 21 at Stanford is like his worst stint that he's had. And that's at Stanford. He's 21 and 29 and 21. And he went to an Orange Bowl, too, before he bowed out. In the NFL, he went to the NFC Championship game twice, went to the Super Bowl once. 
And then his only year where he didn't go deep into the playoffs, he had an 8-8 eight and eight year. And that was like when the transition with Colin Kaepernick was going on and everything. Like, dude has just won everywhere he's gone pretty, pretty at a good, super, super high level. Yeah. I guess no championships would be if, if no championships. Ha, loser. But um, now he's now he's taking Michigan to Fiesta, an Orange Bowl, Citrus, Peach. Two Orange Bowls, actually. Although, terrible bowl record. I didn't realize that. Ooh. He's only won one bowl game at Michigan, and that was his first year of the Citrus Bowl. That's kind of interesting. Hmm. But lost in Fiesta, lost in Orange, lost in Citrus, lost in Peach, lost in Outback, lost in Orange. But it's good bowl games, though, no less. We'll see what happens with them. Uh, I I just sometimes like to see other programs have their own fair share of issues, so I just hope this drags on whatever happens, Roush. Would be a lot of controversy. Yeah. It's always fun, too, because that – I don't know if you were watching game day on Saturday, but – Desmond Howard doing the, like, oh, everybody still signs, and, like, hearing his spin on it from Columbus, very, very amusing. Yeah, what'd he say? Oh, you know, he was being the Michigan man. Oh, everybody still signs. This has been a part of football forever. and That is the beauty of, like, this take, and they're not wrong. Right. Everybody right. does steal, but you got caught. And you got, you got caught, caught, like, going to, like, greater lengths than what most people expected to do. Like having a guy show up to all of your games with a video recorder, you're like, ooh. Which, by the way, got to be a pretty sweet job if you're one of Connor Stallions' pals. That's going to like you just get to sit at the 45 and be pretty sweet. Yeah, get Although, great tickets. He bought the tickets in his name. That's a goof. Yeah, that's a goof. yeah, yeah. Have a wife, a friend do it. People were. Uh, he he deleted. He wiped out all his social media. He is suspended from Michigan with pay, though. That's a dream of mine. No kidding. He's suspended. No with pay. kidding. It's like, hey, buddy, you can't work yeah. here anymore. And just to teach you a lesson, we're going to keep paying you. I go no. <laughs> Let's get to a few texts. Five zero two four one four fourteen fifty. Usually, texts create more texts. I think we could use plenty of texts in hour number two Wait, on the Thornton's text line. Tech technology. Text. I think once people hear other texts, more texts come in. Aha. Uh-huh. Makes sense if you think about it. When it when it comes to UK basketball, a texter says, we're a team full of dogs. Oof. They'll be surprisingly good at rebounding. Did you see the updated roster height sizes? Oh, Can no. I interest you in a 6'8", 232-pound Aduthi arrow? Ugh. Or was he 228? Something like 268. That. Let's grow his weight every time we... Like Big Z. Like Big Z. Yeah. He was listed at 7'2". But Adu, holy smokes, that dude is a man. Big time. I mean, even if they're just average, that's fine. Just like I can't I can't have Cal. There's nothing Cal hates more. Or actually, let's see. What does Cal hate the most? Like what like gets to his core the most? Is it not being able to finish at the rim? Is it not being able to... Rebound? Like, what is it that get? Because I, I fear that Cal's, um, his hatred of getting out rebounded would make him stay away from the small ball. No, actually, playing zones is his least favorite thing. Who am I kidding? Yeah, yeah playing that, zone. That's least like favorite that's thing. like uh, spitting. It's just basically saying like, I'm a coward. I'm I'm afraid to play defense. He is. He uh, takes it personally when teams play zone. Yeah, he hates it. He's a huge fan of. Um, not hitting a three in the game and ending a very long lifetime three-point streak. 
He's got a long history of that. Now, here's a few of the updated heights and size for folks. Justin Edwards, 6'8", 203. Bradshaw, 7'1", 226. That ain't a twig, folks. Adutti Arrow, 6'8", 222. All right, I gave him an extra 10 pounds. Still pretty impressive. It's a big. I mean, Adutti Arrow and probably Trey Mitchell should be your four and five to start the year. Trey Mitchell, 6'9", 231 is going to be your five. Is that big enough, Roush? People forget Oscar Sheway was like 6'8". People forget. He was, he was like 254. Yeah. 52. That's like a very early 2000s height for a center. Like, if you think back to the early 2000s, it seems like every center was like 6'9", 6'10". People forget UK uh, center Chuck Hayes, 6'6". Six six. Yep. Shortest center to start in the NBA in like the last 50 years. People do forget it's that. hilarious that you'd have a 6'6", six six Chuck Hayes for the Houston Rockets starting at center after like five years of Yao Ming. <laughs> a whole foot short. Seriously. <laughs> Pretty wild. Pretty wild stuff. DJ Wagner, 6'4", 192. Jordan Burks, who may end up getting more playing time, although I think he just committed another foul in the scrimmage. He's 6'8", 202. Ugana, 7'2", 247. That's a big boy. And then Zanamir Ivacic, 7'2", 234. 247. Ain't no way Ugana's 247. Well, he's got big hands. You know? No Where's way. His Audi belly button, probably an extra five pounds there. Oh, yeah, that... Dude's got an Audi. Yeah, and it's unsettling. Scoots, you an Audi and any? I'm an any, yeah. I'm an any. Roush? Yeah, any. <laughs> Nothing wrong with Audis. I'm not, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not uh, hating. No, there is something wrong with Audis. I'm not hating. We're all judging you. <laughs> Another texter on the Thornton's text line says, I like that. Clash the grass. I think that's Trevor's motto. I meant to say, crash the glass. I see you, Scoots. Eric Daniels. I think that was somebody who was referencing just like a player that would kind of do a little bit of everything. Ooh, that's a good call. Kind of undersized, but forward. Little in, little out. I remember um, when they would play the game at uh, in Cincinnati, U.S. Bank. He pretty sure he went off in one of those games. He's from Cincinnati. Oh, nice. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like Eric. Eric, I remember Eric Daniel. I liked him. Giant T-shirt. I, I I don't like have as many fond memories as as so many others do. Um, but he also was like right when I was kind of starting to totally jump into to UK basketball. It's a fun team though. Cliff Hawkins, the Suffolk Cats played on a bunch of fun teams. Eric Daniels did. Never went to a Final Four, which was disappointing. Um, but he did his best. I also I love think that's most important. The they would do the Tubby Smith, the way he would say, Eric. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like E-R-K. Yep. Thousand-point score. Nice. Good for good for Eric Daniel. Uh, DJ Wagner, by the way, he was a nominee or a preseason Bob Cousy Award finalist or watch list, whatever they're I called. I appreciate we have a running joke that, like, Drew, he always, he's a big fan of the watch list. Mm-hmm. Oh, got to get the watch list. And last night, the title was, uh, he's being watched, <laughs> which is pretty good. Uh, he'll uh, go. By the way, we got to go to a break here, but he'll go up against six people on that list. That's in, that's impressive. So he'll get a lot of opportunity. They'll they'll add to that though. The watch list. Yeah, oh, yeah. maybe he'll end up playing more on the watch list. Um, Eric Daniel, six eight, two fifteen. So yeah, that's good. I like that call texture. All right, that's hour one. Hour number two, Kentucky roll call coming up. We got a ton of text to get to. Keep them coming in on the Thornton's text line. Stop by Thornton's to get your Tuesday started off on the right foot. They're all over Louisville. This is KRC on Big X Sports Radio.
your mama gave it to your baby girl let it show once you pop lock drop it for me maybe we can roll Welcome back for hour two of Kentucky Roll Call. Nothing is over until we decide it is. With Walker and Roush. We're just getting started, bro. Welcome back. Hour number two, Kentucky Roll Call here on Big X Sports Radio, 96.1 FM, 1450 AM. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, and Justin Kalen for another hour. Fun first hour. Uh, we would love to hear from you on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. We're going to need you this week because we can only talk UK-Tennessee so much. It's been a bye week, and Cats will play basketball this week, but not until Friday, unfortunately, Roush, so we'll have to wait till Monday to be able to dissect all that. Oh, holy smoke, Scoots. I thought this place had a strict, strict rule on no guns in the studio. Oh, yeah, you got two guns over here. No kidding. He popped his shirt off. Oh, oh God. Gosh. Yeah. Show her out. Goodness. I mean, it's just, just impressive. Right? He popped the shirt off. Impressive. Shotgun. I don't know if I'm going to be able to focus the rest of the show. <laughs> got a little toasty over here. I had to remove the hoodie. Scooch, you got to go mustache for a little bit of your life. Mustache. No, on. I can't do it. I, I hate, you know. You I've, would look so good. I'm so surprised that I've been able to grow my beard this long because I absolutely hate my beard, too. I, I'm, I'm only doing it because I told Gil I would do it for a month and a half. I would just let it go, see what happens, see how it looks. Oh. But mustache is the same way. I, I can't do it. I cannot physically look in the mirror, see myself with a mustache, and be satisfied with what's staring back at me. Can't Smile if you love men's prostates. A lot of uh, it's an office quote. Uh, a lot of people do Movember mustache Vember. Yeah, it won't be me. No Movember. I, I don't. You know when to rock a mustache, you have to have a certain confidence level. And while I am a pretty confident guy, I'm not wear a mustache confident guy. Scooch, you. Was, I'm telling you, as your friend, move the microphone away from your face for a second. Let me see. Get, get a good glimpse of you. You shave everything. Oh. But the mustache, Mm-mm. you will look awesome. <laughs> You'd be a sex symbol. Mustaches are coming back, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've got a buddy, Charlie. He's a big mustache wearer. It looks great. I mean, he's, he's looked the best that he's ever looked in his entire life. Maybe before I get rid of the beard, I'll just I'll get rid of the rest of it, but the mustache, and I'll rock it. Do for a, a day. day. Do a mustache. I've day. done. I have wore a mustache one day in my entire life, and I I I might make a sacrifice for you and make it too. I think you'd be surprised how much it grows on you. <laughs> hey, yeah. by the way, can I ask you a question, TJ? No, you can't. All right, so getting back to things here. Yeah, of course, Scoots. So yesterday, you were on one with the whole McKenzie and Baco thing, mm-hmm. and you had the line. You had the line about him being the fall guy, and Roush said, "I see what you did there, but I don't get it." Can you can you just break that one down for me? The Taco Fall guy. Taco. <laughs> oh, so we were Taco making fall. we were making a joke on Taco Fall. Okay, yeah, I figured that wordplay. It was a uh, you remember the big seven six guy? Yeah, no, I remember Should've him. I just Duke in the tournament. I thought that joke was going to be deeper than that. I was like, surely it's not just a Taco Fall guy or Taco Fall thing. You just did it again. It's, it's funny. <laughs> it's funny. <laughs> Uh, the Rutherford Show, they talked about summer camps yesterday for like an hour and oh a half. Oh, my gosh. Without mentioning the parent trap, which is unacceptable. 
did you call like a 13 year old actress hot or something scoots no what's the I story said, on that because they were really going in on you for that so i said a while back last time i covered for rutherford not last week but the last time gotcha we were talking about i guess it was a i was doing a friday show and i was playing my friday music and rebecca black friday made the cut and mike mike said something about how she's good looking now and I, so I looked her up, and I made the comment that I thought she was better looking back when she made the song, when she was 14 years old. So, yeah, that's, that's where oh, that came from. Scoots, was she 14? Scoots, scoots. She was 13 when that song came out. Scoots. Do you still stand by your comment? Uh, no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I did All I can say so- now is she is not very attractive at this day and time. Wow. Wow, Mike! Is Mike terrible. is into it. I, I, uh, I just don't see. It. I'll go ahead and put the hand up and join Mike's crew and say I'm also really? thinking she. Yeah, she's beautiful. Hmm. Yeah, I just don't see it. It's like kind of a different style with the bangs and whatnot, but I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah, it's like Avril Venus. Uh, Scoots, I think I could show you maybe some pictures that could change your mind just on a quick Google search here. Let me do another one here, I guess. Okay. Oh, <laughs> uh, and we can guess where we wait, but we have to wait till tomorrow, unfortunately. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't like it. It's like the, uh, she's kind of got like the Zoe Deschanel thing going on. Yeah, I'm totally in on that. Yeah. That sounds good. That sounds good to me. <laughs> uh, yeah, okay, so that's the context of that. Yeah, yeah. that's not a good. That's that was, a, that was a bad one. That was a goof scoots. Yeah. yeah, it happens. Yeah. I had a buddy do something similar, and I don't remember the context. I think it was about like Hermione. Like, Hermione. Just... Hermione. <laughs> oh, yeah, what's the update on the books? Um, I've got about fifty pages left in the first one. Wow! I'm cooking. They are. Uh, they're at the point where they're trying to figure out how to get past the three-headed dog so they can get to that Dagon Sorcerer's Stone. Uh, is that the? Oh, I think I'm thinking of the snake one. Which one do they do the chess game? Yeah, it's that one. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. Once I make my move. Mm-hmm. That's t- that's turned into like a TikTok dance. Really? Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 Week away from Halloween. Everybody got their costumes? No. Uh, Dang it. Assembled. I forgot. This was the year I was supposed to go as Stone Cold Steve Austin. Oh, I was going to I was gonna shave my head, get, said, my, get myself a gnarly goatee. What, what, what's stopping you? Um, the you thought of how funny, funnily shaped my head is. Do you, do you have a funny shaped head? I don't know, but I've never shaved it. So <laughs> what if I do shave it and it is funny? Then it'll grow back in a week. It's true. Yeah. Hmm. It's how hair works. It's true. doesn't take very long. Hmm. But I cut it once a week. A texter on the Thornton's text line says, Scooch calling a woman, a woman not good looking pot meet the worst looking kettle. <laughs> That's kind of mean. <laughs> not, not that far off base, But people though. are allowed to have opinions, Texter. <laughs> like, just, be, just because we may not be attracti- as attractive as the people we're commenting on doesn't mean they have to be our cup of teas. True. Teas gross. One thing America got right. Unless it's sweet tea. Well, many things America got right. Uh, Where do we want to go to start hour two? I've got a few things uh, that we could chat about. Stoops talked yesterday, Roush. Yeah. I thought he, uh, really, really interesting quote. It's almost like he was listening to a roll call yesterday morning. Because we talked about, does UK pivot by week? This is a time, if you're going to switch things up, if you're going to change things, this is the time to do it. Ray Davis has been one of the best running backs in the SEC. UK's had a lot of success being run heavy in the Mark Stoops era. Are they going to, and Devin Leary stunk. There's no other way around it. Maybe not all his fault, but certainly a large part of it his fault. 
if not all of it. What are you going to do? Stoops answered that directly. And he didn't do like a coach speak answer. He, no. he he actually gave some meat with the you don't always get from coaches in these press conferences. And um, he later went on to do his coach's show as well. But, and he, but he, and he kind of stuck behind it too. said, we can sit there and run the ball maybe 20 more times and have a better chance to win the game. But are we really growing as an organization? Are we really winning and becoming the team we want to become? We're never going to stop working at that. So long story short, they are sticking to passing the football. They're committed to this style of play and making it work. Yeah. Are we really growing as an organization? That is a huge quote, everybody. This is a, coming from the guy. They put a wide receiver quarterback behind one of the best offensive lines, probably the best offensive line in school history, and dominated. Probably should have gone undefeated with that. I mean, it had a, the George game. That's I'm taking some liberties in that one. But had a chance in that one. Yeah, had a chance to go and seven then, and one with the it. Tennessee yeah. game. That one just still heartbreaking. Yeah, it's still just like see, see it all. Uh, and credit to Tennessee. Nobody could stop Lynn Bowden, and then all of a sudden, right near the goal line, they stopped him. But this is a guy that has been incredibly flexible, Roush, in terms of like I don't care the way that it freaking looks. I just need to win. And then here yesterday, he drops the "Are we really growing as an organization?" in referencing running the ball more. Are we really winning and becoming the team we want to become? This is him basically saying we have to have a passing attack. If we want to do anything worth a squat, big picture, we have to have a passing attack. And I think this is a little growth from Mark Stoops. Yeah. I think this is growth as a coach. I agree with it. There is a part of me, Roush, and I was saying this during that Lynn Bowden year, I was saying in 2018 when some people were complaining about like margin of victory and the way that it all looked, which was so silly. UK won 10 games. Who cares? I never care the way that it looks. And as long as UK has one more point than the team they're playing against, it could be two to nothing. I'm cool with it. It could be three to two. I'm great with it. As long as UK wins, I don't give one fart about the way that it looks. That being said, if you want to probably keep climbing the ladder. Yeah, yeah. Is, this is, Georgia, is what you have is, to do. Is Georgia one-dimensional? Is Alabama one-dimensional? No, Georgia was one-dimensional, and then they finally found an offense that worked. Mm-hmm. It was Munkin, and that's how they won back-to-back national championships. So I agree with Stoops here. I think, you know, if, if he felt the best way for UK to win would be to run the ball 20 or 30 times, I'd support that too. But I think this is, this is kind of eye-opening. I think Stoops is done with, like, terrible offenses following him around. And I think he is starting to kind of grow and realize, like, if we don't get quality quarterbacks in here that can throw the ball, then we've hit our ceiling. We've we've met where UK football can go as far as it can go. We've got to be able to pass the ball. I agree with it wholeheartedly. Even though I don't care how they win, the big picture idea that Stoops referenced yesterday is 100% accurate. UK cannot be one-dimensional. They just got to actually, like, you know, do it now, right? You You feel like you have... And when we talked about it all preseason, right? You got one of the better, most more accurate quarterbacks out of the transfer portal. A guy who's produced a lot. You brought a couple of freshman receivers back who set school records, um, along with an experienced upperclassman and a loaded tight end room. Oh, and these running backs, pretty good at catching the ball too. Ray Davis has done a decent job catching the football, but not a whole lot else. Um, so it, you feel like you did all of the right moves. Now it's now it's up to the guys to, to get it done, to execute. Uh, I, I did find it interesting that, you know, when, it, when he, he didn't say much about the injuries, but 
it sounds like Marion Brown hasn't been practicing a lot, and that sort of rust has been frustrating for him because he's not as explosive in the games, and it's not as seamless. Like frustrating for Barion. Yeah, because yeah. he's just like it's not because he's been so limited in practice. He's not as he's not where he wants to be. Uh, so something like, doesn't seem right with him. So that I mean that yeah, would check yeah. out. You know, uh, hasn't been the Barion that we thought we were going to see or hoped. No, no. But, hey, you've got an opportunity this weekend to do something big. Go do it. And that's my next thing with Stoops, with that quote. Love the quote. Again, sign of growth. How? You know, what is your plan to do that? Mm-hmm. By, by doing it, sure. But, like, how is it going to start working? <laughs> like, is, is, is Devin Lear going to start becoming more accurate? Uh, is he going to have a little bit more time to throw than he did against Missouri? Which we do have some health updates that we'll get to here in a moment. Will the wide receiver scoot start catching the frickin' ball? That'd be cool. Would be cool. You probably need all three of those things to happen for the growth to happen that Stoops wants to see growing as an organization. But it also this also, as much as we didn't anticipate this, we don't want this. I'm not settling for this. I'm just speaking what could be factually true when it's all said and done. Could end up just being like a growing pains year, Roush, where Cohen's back. Yeah. Getting more comfortable, growing. Leary ended up not being what we thought he was, but you know what? There was a commitment to sticking to a passing game and being a balanced offense, and that's going to be UK's identity moving forward. Just get the right quarterback in here, and it's going you'll you'll see the results pay off. We could end up saying that. I don't want that to be the case. I don't want us to look back and say, yeah, UK went six and six, but we read we it was a new foundation set. They're going to start passing the ball. Yeah, yeah and like no, I, I don't want it, that. it does really just feel like the whole. The, the this whole year it's just like well we expected growing pains just not this many mm-hmm. yeah pains. yeah what are some of those health updates sounds like UK is going to be healthier for the Tennessee game than they were for Missouri so that's if good if you wanted specifics you <laughs> came to the wrong place buddy damn it John Calipari <laughs> uh, I mean Wait, Mark, Mark Seuss. Seuss, yeah um but he is did sound kind of confident that they might get Jagger back that'd be sweet yeah so like Hey, the offensive line you thought you were going to start the year with, you might finally have it. I would um, take uh, Wallace coming back too. If that's that's the one. I, I I don't know if I was reading too much into it. He was just saying nice things about Dave and Rayner, but it's like, hey, um, hope that doesn't mean we're getting more of it. Like, let's get Trevin. Come on back. I just in that Missouri oh. game, I was just like, oh man, like I, I think we really missed that dude. Like, yeah, he pretty good. Yeah, really, really good. One might even say. Yeah, and like when you're just UK takes the lead, it's like, all right, this is the time for the defense to shine, and just kind of gets like ran over. I don't, I'm not saying that that doesn't happen if Wallace is in the game, but I maybe it doesn't. <laughs> right, right. Not, not impossible. Uh, speaking of John Calipari, he spoke in Louisville yesterday. He's no longer giving any timetables. Yeah. It's pretty That's pretty clear. You, you, Cal, you probably maybe should have done that the first go around. Didn't um, we? I mean, but he's never been a Tom Tables, Tables guy, and now uh, it's like the first time he does it. And then he you're does actually the kind weeks. of encouraged by it, and then you're like, oh, it's like five weeks we can live with that. Yeah. And then now it's like I we I don't we ain't gonna see you gone for a long time. I do think I feel good about Bradshaw. He posts on Instagram saying that like soon or whatever. I think he's gonna be around sooner. Do you know any of the mysteries around Big Z that maybe he couldn't have played in the scrimmage? Have you heard those rumors? Oh, those are dumb. He's bad right now. Let him, <laughs> like, people. We all are, like, 
So, so some uh, sometimes I'm just like, what are we doing online here? Like, are we we're just like let's come up with a why? Like, people thought Dane Key would transfer to Louisville. Like, what? Uh, oh my you know, gosh, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in my life. I feel bad. I, I, I like Ty Spalding. He took a lot of heat for that, as if he was the one like reporting that or putting that out there. He wasn't. It was just message board rumors that like Dane Key very unhappy with UK's offense. Yeah. Um. So it's like every receiver that's ever played. You know, that's not getting passes thrown their way. It's how it works. But the the big Z stuff, it's like, yeah, he's just no, he he he's he's getting his ass kicked in practice. He hasn't this is a whole new level. It's like um the I don't know how relatable it is, but like if you're a freshman and you get called up to the varsity practice, there's like a oh bleep. Right? Mm-hmm. Like it 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 takes a minute <laughs> to yeah. kind of get used to and just how practice works, how fast they're going how much you're getting pushed around. And for the people who do it all the time, it's nothing. It's just practice. But for him, I bet you he's like, just like rolling out of bed, like, you know, feeling like an old man because he's getting his ass kicked. Then he's seven foot nine. Yeah. Which makes it a bit, a bit of an issue. Even more challenging. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you get injuries all around, but maybe more positive injury updates than we're used to. Yeah. Let's Hopefully. get back to the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. But before we do, Scoot's going to tell you about Shady Rays. Yeah, great sunglasses. You can get 40% off if you go to the Shady Rays website. Just use promo code BIGX. They've got all kinds of glasses. They've got glasses if you're staring at a computer screen all day. They've got golfing glasses. They've got ski goggles. And they've got your normal sunglasses as well, which I am thankfully loaded up on. And they are well worth it. Replacement pair promise guarantee. If you lose, break them. You can just get that same order mm-hmm. shipped back to you. Small fee. You can get those same glasses back to you. Made by Kentuckians for the rest of the world. Shady Rays, go to the website. Yeah, and it's it's a processing fee. It's not like they're like trying to make money off the sure. replacement pair thing. They're they're just you know, there's websites, there's people, there's fees that have to be processed. Two physical locations, Oxmoor Mall and the outlet shops at the Bluegrass and Simpson. Oh, that was the closest you've ever got. I nailed it. No, you didn't. I 100% nailed mm, it. You said, blue, you said outlet shops at the Bluegrass. It's of the Bluegrass. Pretty sure I said of the Bluegrass. Um, no. Nah. <laughs> we can we roll can, back we'll the tape. Roll back Roll it back. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Thornton's is awesome. Uh, I've got a lot of driving to do. I'm definitely going to be stopping at Thornton's and giving me a few little road trip goodies. Nice. Maybe a banana, too. Ooh. Uh, texter says... Scooch forgot that Boogie and Mbako, what does he remember from the weekend? Yeah, that was wild that you didn't remember both those things. I mean, it just, I, I don't Scooch know. Scooch just gets drunks and blocks out. No, it, was, it wasn't like I forgot about them. It was just that I didn't think to mention them and bring it, them I up. I think it's I did. beers that spears with beers birthday party. I did definitely forget about the Boogie commitment. That That is hand up. It would have be, it would be really funny, though, if, like not really, but kind of, if Scooch did just like, going benders when he wasn't at the studio yeah. <laughs> just like you never know where you're gonna find scoots around town just stumbling into thornton's not well, always always at home scoops gotta be sick. safe um by the way speaking of spears birthday party he uh he came up to a few of us on saturday night this was probably about nine o'clock he goes hey guys before i get too drunk i just want to tell you thanks for coming and I mean it. <laughs> I was like, well, well thanks, Spears. I, 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 I texted him. I hated missing. I would have rather heard his his uh, thank you while he was drunk. But Spears is a good dude. Rutherford started his show yesterday whining that he wasn't invited. 
<laughs> Rutherford, there wouldn't be a chance in France that you would have shown up to that had you been invited. True. Secondly, you called the guy the wrong name for the first year of you working at the studio. <laughs> Thirdly, you started crying when he pranked you with your bobblehead. And fourthly, you don't show up to Jack Diddley, buddy. You haven't been to a Christmas party. You're, you, don't, you don't want anything to do with the lottery club, which, by the way, whose week is it? Mm, who's after Trevor? Would be Dugan. Dugan. Yeah. Mm, miss, miss Monday, Dugan. Unbelievable. Too busy going to concerts every night with your sons. Never, never what a, life. a Sunday show. Yeah. But anyways, that, that was my, that was fun radio. It was good radio. Good time. Uh, I didn't get to hear Spears yesterday, though. I wonder if he talked about the party. Oh, I'm sure he did. So you'll listen to Rutherford, but you won't listen to Spears unless you're doing it? No, I do listen to Spears on Mondays from time to time. It just depends what I'm doing at the hotel. Yesterday was one of those days where I just I didn't really have time to pull it up. Last time you shot hoops at the hotel? Uh, we don't have a goal, so. Oh, yeah, you're at the new place. Yeah, at the or, old place. Oh, all the time. Yeah. I mean, at least oh, you had a nice week. setup there at that we old did. place. Yeah. I came and had a beer with you that one time. They should have never left. Mm-hmm. That's such a mistake. <laughs> Texter on the Thornton's text line says, I begged the drive through person at Arby's online, so let me walk through on more than one occasion. That was always something I never understood. Like, why couldn't you do a walk-up? drive through? Yeah. Uh, they, they say safety issues. But they just don't want to deal with you. That's, yeah, that's the answer. But I also do think it's like where cars are going through and a human's going, you're just asking some old lady to like, well, I didn't see that well, man standing at the drive-thru. I've, I've always thought that like the reason why you – like you close down the dining rooms, so you don't want to clean up after it, right? So why can't you have a walk-up window? That those Like rallies? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I, I never understood that. That's a good point. No, nah, that's, that's fair. I'd and go to that all, Arby's not only on, because I was just – drunk and really wanted some food. All right, Roush, let's start a new concept with a walkthrough. I, there you go, walkthrough. People, if there's one thing that Americans love to do, it's walking. <laughs> um, <laughs> I would go to that Arby's on Limestone all the freaking time. RIP to that Arby's. Don't do it anymore. Um, and then the, it, I, I texted so that, that guy back. Done. It's officially done? Pretty sure it's gone. I'm, I know they got rid of the blue McDonald's, and that was unfortunate. They've, like, redone it, and it's... Wasn't the Arby's blue? Yeah, the Arby's was blue, too. Yeah. We had a blue Arby's and a blue McDonald's. And yeah, it's close, unfortunately. Is that a Kentucky uh, thing? I, I, I texted that texter back, and I said, well, did it work? Did you Like, when you begged, did they let you do it? They said, I can't recall if the drive-thru person allowed it or I paid someone with a car to get me something, but it did work at least once. I do like the idea of just, like, flagging down a car. That happened to me one time at a, uh, was it a Costco? I was with my high school girlfriend way back when and her parents were members there and we were just going to pick up a cake and we were like we're picking up this cake we're not members but like her parents are they would not let us get the cake it was already paid for they would not let us get the cake they're like a member like has to scan the card for us to allow you to take it yeah that's how it works though that's yeah. so dumb it was like you know all they had to do was take a picture and send it to you so we asked the person we asked the people behind us like can we scan your card just so we can take this cake it's already paid for you know yeah they wouldn't do it the people behind us were oh, like, they wouldn't they wouldn't, they're like, I wouldn't feel comfortable doing that. Like, my wife gets the account. She'd probably question it. We eventually got some person to do it, but I could not believe it. And then another time, I was at a drive through at Popeye's. And uh, you love that chicken from Popeye's. Love that chicken from Popeye's. And it was like, I think they closed at like 10, and it was like 9.35 or something like that. So, you know, I knew I was kind of getting there a little bit late. And... They, I get there and they're like, "Hey, uh, hey, honey, we're we're short staffed, but we'll be with you here in a moment." I was like, "No problem, take your time." And like three minutes later, they came back and I'm like, "I'm so sorry, we had a big mess in here. We're cleaning it up right now, but I'm gonna get back to you here in a moment." I'm like, "No big deal." 
And then, like, now five minutes have passed. I'm like, you all still there? And they're like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> then about two minutes after that, just all the lights turn off at the Popeyes, like the drive through lights and stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm like, hello? <laughs> At this point, it's like 10. And she's like, sorry, we closed the 10. <laughs> oh, oh, man. And I was like 18 or 19, so I was pretty dumb. Uh, but, like, I, I was halfway tempted to, like, really make a scene. I did not, thankfully. But, like, you know, like, go up to, like, the drive through window and be like, give me chicken. But they, they didn't. They I'd have just been standing <laughs> there. I just like, went on living my life. But I was pretty offended by that. I'd have just been like, you couldn't have told me that 25 minutes ago that this was thing. the plan all along. I was like, I went along with your little charades <laughs> that you had a big mess in there and that you were short-staffed. Well, I, was, I was being nice and patient. And then you just turned the lights out on me. Love the strategy, though. Like, <laughs> just like, like, let's filibuster. We're not dropping any more chicken. Yeah, we're out yeah. of fried chicken. This dude, they should have just been like, hey, we're out of chicken for the night. Get lost. I would have been like, fine. But no, they shrugged me along big time. That was a good prank, if that's what they were doing. Uh, Texter says, was Cal lying, TJ? He might have not known he was going to be that sore and hurting by the blue-white game. That's fair. That's fair. Well, like, all you had to do was just not say. But like, I, I, And I didn't mean it as like Cal deliberately lying to the fan base. But when you make a promise and it doesn't happen, that people are going to latch onto that. I certainly don't care. Well, I wanted to see him. So I guess I cared very minimally. Yeah. yeah, but when you do that, it doesn't happen. Roush is right. You're opening yourself up for criticism. But I shouldn't. If I said that, like, he was lying, I probably should have not been so harsh. So, my B. Uh, another texter on the Thornton's text line says, can't recall. Oh, oh, oh we just did. Uh, Isaiah Jackson was good. Yeah, I, I, hand up. Me forgetting about him when talking about Olivier Saar. That was really embarrassing. Here's the thing, though. I'm going to continue to forget about Isaiah We are Jackson. going to forget about him. All the time. Because we, we want to actively forget about that year. But, but we he did was like, like the Isaiah. one good thing about that team. We wish more than anything that like he could have been with another group or another team but come back. Um, where's he playing at nowadays? Pacers, Pacers still, right? Probably. I like Isaiah Jackson, but he is going, like probably more than any other good Cal player, he's going to get lost in the shuffle, period. On a terrible team. And he was, like, one of the few bright spots, but he also, unfortunately, wasn't, like, good enough to totally change the course of the season. Nick already making excuses for Stoops to lose at South Carolina and Mississippi State. Roush? No, I didn't say both. I've got a feeling, though, they're just probably do two out of three for the last three road games. That's how I'm feeling. How I'm feeling. Went on the road in the SEC. Not easy. It needs to not be easy for Tennessee on Saturday. Um I think part of the malaise to TJ, you feel like, oh, Kentucky, finally getting to this mountaintop. They've lost three times as a top 25 team at home in the last two years. Hmm. It's just, and it's to the teams you always beat. It was a South Carolina, Missouri, and Vandy. Like you, yeah. Hey, but at least you're in the top 25. I know, but once you're there, you're supposed to win the home game. Mm -hmm. People can understand if you lose on the road. It's hard to win on the road in college football. But... Especially at night, which that's what the Mississippi State's game is going to be. 7.30 kickoff, mm -hmm. SEC Network special. That one smelled like an SEC Network special <laughs> from a mile away. Yep. yep. Um, is UK ranked if they beat Tennessee this week? Probably. I think so. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, you're sitting at 6-2. and two. And you would say like, oh, it's just the teams that two are Two losses to top, what, 15 teams? They would have like what? a combined one loss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah by the way, uh, eight, we're jumping all over the place here. We need to take a break. Uh, the AP preseason All-American team came out. Zach Eady, Hunter Dickinson, Armando Bacot, Kyle Fulpowski, and Tyler Kolick 
for I mean, I, I, well, you, you got to make that team. You got to make that team actually play basketball no. together. Yeah, that's no. a huge team. I want Zach Eady playing point. Send all. Is this AP? Yeah. Send the AP voters to the gulag. You can't pick a team that's all centers. Well, it's all centers. Tyler's not a center. He's a guard for Marquette. Uh, so represented Purdue, Kansas, UNC, Duke, and then Marquette. Um, I don't have an issue with it. I I don't really care about these teams. Like you just who do you think the best five? And then it's probably they're probably right. And guess what? If Oscar was back, you can kiss Flipikowski goodbye. Or Tyler Kolick for Marquette, who I think he's solid, but I think Marquette's getting a little too much love for my like in this college basketball season. Last break of KRC coming up right now. More Big text. sports night tonight, too, we got to discuss. And it's not just us joking about the NBA starting. There's actually a huge, there's a lot happening tonight. But we will do another hour on NBA coverage. So just, you know, be ready for Overtime. that. Overtime. We'll, we'll be right back. Yeah. Yeah. One, here comes the two to the three to the four. Everybody drunk out on the dance floor. Baby girl ass jiggle like she want more. Like she a groupie and I ain't even no tour. Maybe cause she heard that I rhyme hardcore. Or maybe cause she heard that I Welcome to Kentucky Roll Call with Walker and Roush. Justin, what, what classic book do you think she should read or maybe already has read? Uh, what's the Alfred Hitchcock one, Birds? That ain't a classic book. That's- not a. That's a classic book. I don't even know if that is a book. That's clearly like it might be, it might one be million percent movie. identified as a movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Before Alfred Hitchcock got his start on the. Uh, you named the, like the most movieest movie ever. He, yeah, he I, don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not a big classic book guy. I, I don't know. I, Harry Potter? Has she read Harry Potter? You know how sure I am that you would look great with a mustache? Him. I'm, I'm so sure of it. I mean, you would. It's 100% true. You'd look great. I think you may even fall in love with it, and you could end up being a mustache guy for the rest of your life. I have that same level of confidence that if you do enjoy the Harry Potter books as much as you clearly, very clearly do, you're going through them for like the sixth time, <laughs> you would like Game of Thrones books. I promise you, you would. You Probably just one hundred percent would. It's like Harry Potter, but they throw in like sex stuff to it too. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. isn't the isn't you, all I mean, the isn't the sex stuff like all inbred stuff like that? I wouldn't. I don't think I'd enjoy no, that. No, definitely not. not. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a bit of it, but a lot it, of prostitutes, yeah. tons of prostitutes. Yeah, yeah, but there's there's non incestual relations. Yeah, I don't know. I, I I just promise you, if you ever if you ever want to take the the dive. You'd be happy you did. How many books are there? Well, George R. R. Martin's so freaking slow writing them. Uh, what uh, are there now? Five. five and the sixth one, Winds of Winter, haven't come out yet. Wait, he's not even done writing them all? And you want not. me to read them? Well, I mean, Scoots, let me know when they're you, all out. Scoots, you'll, it'll, it'll take you a while to read them. It'll take you probably two years to read them. Y'all don't know how fast I read. Yeah, no. It'll, I, I don't. It's, it's a long. It's, <laughs> Coming from the guy who used his, his big thing was, I don't have any time. <laughs> I made time. I'm just saying, Scoots, maybe instead of reading Harry Potter for the seventh time next time, I think you'd like Game of Thrones. Oh, once I'm done with Harry Potter, I'm probably never reading again. Scoots. <laughs> Come on now. You know what I think you should do tonight, Scoots? What's that? Is watch the Fighting Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. Big game tonight on the hill. WKU hosts Liberty. Oh, Liberty's going to kill them. 
many people thought this was the game that was going to decide Conference USA, but Jack State upset the tops last week. Liberty been pretty, pretty, pretty good. What's that spread, Roush? Uh, Flames minus five. Ooh. Oh, Flames cover that with ease. Uh, this is a uh, is would, Western Kentucky dead sort of game, or do they have some heart and fight left in them? I think that you at least got to take them first half. But uh, yeah, that's I think that's going to be my move because they it's back to back weeks they haven't scored in the second half. Okay, not great, but it is going to be. Um, I think you're going to see a inspired, inspired fight. A little, little heart from the tops tonight. Biggest game of the year, on a, going up on a Tuesday at Houchin Stadium. You gotta love it. You gotta love the midweek football. Uh, is what we got a is game seven tonight? Game dude? seven, or yeah. Is that tomorrow, I think it's tonight. They're, they're greasing up the poles in Philly. Should to be make tonight. sure that uh, folks aren't uh, falling off and you know, climbing up them. They'll still find a way. And your least favorite pay, player in baseball back on the hump tonight. Brandon fought the uh, Trinity. No, Kentuckian. Okay, Kentuckian. Kentuckian. Yeah, not. Uh, a graduate of the Catholic school community in, in Kentucky. Kentucky. It's yeah. not my least favorite player in the league. It's just got probably the player that uh, I don't believe in the most in the league, uh, which that's changing. So you're taking the Phillies, though? Yeah, I'm taking the Phillies. No. How about that? No road team won in the AL. Or no home team won in the AL. Excuse me. Pretty crazy. Did you that see is, the picture wow. of the sad people in the astronaut uniforms? Yeah, really funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you see the? Did you? Well, this meme's really funny, but uh, heaven doesn't make for great watch, radio. Watching sad fans like in costume, I mean, it doesn't get old. Yeah, yeah, great stuff. No, it doesn't get old ever. Uh, did you see the Satterfield meme? Oh uh, no, but I do appreciate that. Like everybody's just like, what? Cincinnati? What were you doing? I'll post the Satterfield meme on uh, on our Instagram. Wait, page. who beat them this weekend? Um, everybody. No, they had a bad loss this weekend. Win a football game or go to the moon. It's Satterfield in <laughs> Satter- astronaut uniform. Uh, uh, they who, did not. They they got smoked. Yeah. Who was it, though, that beat them? It wasn't Iowa State. That was who beat them. It was Baylor. 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 Yeah, that's, right. Nippert. that's a bad loss for, yeah. for Cincinnati. Very They've bad. had tons of them. Yeah, but they scored 70 on EKU, TJ. <laughs> that's true. That's true. And they beat Pittsburgh, though. Nobody can take that away from them. Oh, and nobody can take those chips away from me at Salsaritas. Once they're in front of me, they're so good. Mm. They're wildly addictive. You're not going to take them from Taco me. Tuesday, no less. Taco Tuesday. Oh, yeah. Watching the tops with some tacos or watching Game 7. There's nothing like Game 7 in sports. Always very, very exciting. Of and course, the nothing, NCAA tournament is nothing but Game 7s, but you know that's why it's superior. There's also nothing like Salsaritas, wildly addictive chips. They're simply the best. True. Try them out today. And use the app when you go to either one of their two locations. They got one in Middletown and one in St. Matthews right there on Hubbard's Lane. Convenient for you. Fresh. Fresh. Ooh, so fast and fresh, it's fresh. That's all Cerritos. I love it. New words. Valley girl. Fresh. Oh. Uh, yeah, Dusty Baker's never won a game seven. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's crazy, too. He's He's been a coach for so long. Did you? I know. I know he said he's. It sounds like he may be hanging it up too. No way. No way. I mean, he's pretty old. I refuse to believe that. That is, I, he won't go anywhere. Someday, Father Tom gets us all scoots. It's going to happen. Uh, did you all also see what's going on at Arkansas basketball with L. Ellis? Oh man, this is very funny. 
Basically, they're just bullying him for playing at Louisville last year. There, it is. It's they, almost like some mean hazing. They're just like, hey, this is what L. Ellis did last year. Don't do what he did playing for Louisville. Like, whatever. Eric, Eric Musselman costs. is just like, at random times, just dumping in bad clips of L basketball last year. This is like, this <laughs> I don't know is what if they're we doing it do. to like, shame L. Ellis or just show him like the difference in winning basketball versus Louisville. This is what losers do. But that's a... That's a un I, well probably you know what it's a necessary sign for U of L fans how far you've fallen. Arkansas basketball is punking you in their video coordinating room and it wasn't even supposed to get out. Like they're not doing like you're not rivals. They're not yeah, doing it to like yeah. try to twist the knife in you or anything. They're just saying this program's so terrible. You came from this program. You can't be doing this stuff anymore. And they're showing L Ellis negative U of L highlights. And L Ellis went on to be like, I'm all right with it because we lost an exhibition game last year and we lost a ton of games. So, like, you know, last year doesn't mean anything now, but it's – he was cool with it. Kind of mean from Eric Musselman, though. But Poor L. Ellis. SEC is going to be awesome in basketball this year, folks. I can't wait for it. People forget Chris people, Beard. People do forget. Coaching at Ole Miss. Did you get the – Mike White in Georgia, they're going to be a lot better this year. I was going to tweet it out, but I was like, this seems kind of mean. But it was ESPN sent an app alert about a college basketball article from January. It was like college basketball storylines. What's Texas going to do with Chris Beard? Oh, I didn't see that. That's yeah, pretty embarrassing. Yeah, I, I got sent that Saturday morning. Yeah. It was a little awkward. Uh, text around the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Says, South End Josh here. Who cares what Cal wears while going 20-11 and 11 with a loaded roster? A suit isn't going to make him a better coach in quad one game. Nope. A suit's going to make him win 10 more games a year. I didn't know South End Josh was a Cal hater. Yep. Very much, and he also hates formal attire. When you know what, I don't you look care. Good, you feel what, good. You play good. What you play Grumman, good. Where just win. Per TJ's DJ Wagner tweet, he will go up against six of those nominees in the Koozie Award watch list finalist cool thing list. Uh, Gonzaga, Kansas, UNC, Miami, Tennessee, and A and M. Yeah, luckily on Twitter I can just edit it, so nobody even knew that I made the mistake. But thank you for letting me know about it. You did alert me to it. I did change it. Which one of those schools do you think I forgot that Kentucky played this year? Gonzaga, Kansas, UNC, Miami, Tennessee, and A&M. It's got to be Miami. Which one did I gloss over? Had to be Miami. It was A&M. Ooh. I mean, I, like, don't I, they play every They SEC play every – yeah, yeah, they play – I should – it was just like A&M. A&M's not going to have a point guard, a good point guard. A&M's going to be good. Davis they Wade. should be. Uh, is it Davis Wade? Something like that. Wade Taylor. Taylor. I think it's, yeah. yeah, that's it. Davis Wade. Where Mississippi State plays. Who's Gonzaga's point guard that's on this list? Uh, is it the Hunter Salas? He hasn't been good for them, right? Who is the point guard on that? It was Hunter Salas, but I thought he was like, we were, we I thought we had reached the agreement that he was not good. <laughs> well, he didn't come to UK because UK fans were so mean. Yeah, um, because he's not good at basketball. Yeah, it uh, it's Ryan Nimhard. Okay, he that would make at, more he, sense. It makes much more sense. He yeah. is good at basketball. Yeah. Kind of forgot Ryan Nimhard went to Gonzaga. Also, is he 30? I mean, same thing with Baycott. The fact that Baycott can still play college basketball, what a load of crap. That's a huge get for how – did, how, did, how did Gonzaga steal Ryan Nimhart from Creighton? He just didn't want to play any conference competitions. That's probably maybe what it, exactly yeah. what it is. He's but tired, of, tired of playing some good teams. Cats will get to see him and uh, Nolan Hickman. We get that Nolan Hickman-DJ Wagner matchup we've all been asking for, Scoots. Kentucky, you recruited Hickman, right? He was a commit. I think he was, oh, he did. He was Cal's commit. second decommitment. TJ got a lot of 
flack from one texture about Nolan Hickman versus Ty Ty Washington. It was like a random game post-COVID where it's like, these are the only sports we have to watch. Mm-hmm. TJ broke it all down. He was like, Nolan Hickman. Did you say he was better than Ty Ty? I game? liked Nolan Hickman a lot, and I was mad when he decommitted, but I think there was a person like, you're going to get somebody better. Don't worry about it. And then it was Ty Ty, and we debated, is that better? Is it not better? And it was, it was probably better. I mean, Ty Ty Washington was a better college basketball player than Nolan Hickman was. Nolan Hickman's going into his junior year, though, but that's part of it, you know. Like, that's why Ty Ty Washington's better. He's not going into his junior year of college basketball. He's getting cut from NBA teams, but uh, which is wild to me. I think Wait, Ty-Ty he got cut? He got cut by the Thunder. Really? Yeah. Where is he now? Thunder. The Bucks. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah. He's with yeah. the Bucks now. That's kind of cool. He was in three teams. Um... In short order. Wait, isn't this only his second year in the league? Yep. And he's already getting cut? Yep. He, what? Tata Washington. Do we have no patience anymore? Kid's 20 years old. Like, yeah, what are we he, doing? He's not a very good athlete, though. Yeah, but Roush, he's 20 defense. years old. What, what happened to the days of giving these guys three or four years? Like, what? You're cutting I mean, the guy who's in his le- in the league when, for his second year? I kind of agree, agree with Scooch. Lynn Bowden got traded before he played his first game. Yeah, but he may have had some other stuff going on. Maybe Tata did too. Not Potentially. That, but yeah, like, I don't know. It's professional. It's pros. Like, it happens. Hmm. Yeah, he got traded. He was with the Rockets, got traded to the Thunder, and it was like, wow, UK is going to have 19 guards. Cason Wallace, Tata Washington, Shea, obviously. And then the Thunder were just like, eh. eh. Not him, though. So he got cut. But now he's with the, uh, the Bucks, so maybe fun to see him when the playoffs, the 19 month playoffs, <laughs> happen in April. A texter says on the Thornton's text line, I imagine Hoosier Pleasure Land is similar to Chernobyl. Wow. Yeah. Vacant. Can't go there. What is your all's biggest expectation for Saturday? Like, where would you draw the line as utter disappointment? We just can't get blown out, in my opinion. No, 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 no. It's like, if you lose, then I'm dead. <laughs> if you win, I'm happy. Like, there's no in-between. This is as do or die as it gets. Because the biggest problem, TJ, is that if you don't win this game... Then, like, remember that Louisville game last year? How weird it felt. You were like, oh, we're going to go win this game and go 7-5. and five. And it was just like, like, yeah, it's fun. But, like, you, of course Kentucky should beat Louisville. Like, if mm-hmm. you don't win this game, then people aren't going to get up for Alabama. Everybody's going to walk in thinking that they're just going to get blitzed. Um, it, there's just going to be a malaise, and it's going to be an ugly month in November. So, like, you, it, there's just so many chips on the table right now. Um, for this football game. you got to win Saturday. I like that take. I like that you feel that way, and I like that that's the sentiment. I think if Kentucky like lost on a last-second field goal, I would be devastated and really disappointed. But I I think big picture, I wouldn't feel, you know, well, I wouldn't I would, feel nervous about things. But if you get blown out, at that point, it's like the season, season's probably lost. I would go like, back to, like, why can't Mark Stoops beat this stupid orange football team? That's what it would – it would. so, yeah, there's really, there's really no in-between for me. I like that take. I I think if they get blown out, then I'm starting to worry about how the rest of the season looks. Obviously, you're worried about the Louisville game. I'd start worrying about people dipping after the year because losing just breeds unhappiness. Uh, Didn't Ryan Lemon have a quote, like, say something yesterday or last week saying that, like, the players are disappointed with Cohen and the offense and just like the wide receivers are blaming everybody but themselves? Like, that stuff's not good. 
And that's well, only going like, to get worse across the board yeah. the more they lose. Well, it's almost like, yeah, of course they are. They stink. Like, everybody's unhappy. They should be unhappy because they stink. Like, everybody needs to play better. And my, my, I just – if I, the Missouri game brought out a level of distress in this fan base that I didn't know could be there that quickly. There was something about the way that loss happened that there, the, there's – I don't think it matters at all. Like, this is how you get people back. You beat Tennessee. And if not, I don't I don't think you're getting a lot of people back. I think a lot of folks are going to check out. I just I I agree with that. I I that the Missouri loss really hit people. And your and only other home game's Alabama, so people are going to be like, "Why am I going to bring my ass out to the Crow to right. just watch us get beat at home for the third straight time?" Now again, maybe you beat Mississippi State and you can get some good feelings back into the program. But yeah, it's important the Cats come out and are ready to take care of business. A Florida showing on Saturday would go just a colossal ways with this fan base. A texture says, Scooch, do you hope to have a family one day? If so, what are some things you look forward to most about being a father dingus? Yeah, I mean, I, th- I think that sounds great. Uh, I was actually talking to a coworker yesterday about how cool it seems like having kids would be. Just because you get to watch them every day, and it's like they learn something new every day, and they they say a new word or they make a new facial expression. So I think I'd be, that would be a lot of fun. In terms of a family, I don't really know that I would want to have a family. I don't I don't know if I've ever brought it up on this show, but I've told I tell people all the time if I could sign up today to have a kid and not deal with the wife, I would do it. I I would push that button. I want that. So that's my problem. I want kids, but I just don't want the wife. Well, you don't. That needs to be a drop, by the way. Like that's hilarious. I mean, that's just a hilarious quote, Scoots. No wonder everybody just loves you that listens to our show or so fascinated by you. I guess would probably be a better way to put it. That's hilarious, Roush. He wants a kid, but he does not want a girl involved at all. Yeah, but like, what? Do you just think that they're not going to help you with the kid, or do you not like them? Like, what's what's? No, I mean, I just I know I I trust myself enough to take care of a kid and provide it everything it needs. I just. I don't, I don't know. I don't like having that extra outside source that I have to ask like things, you know, like, I don't, I don't want to have to ask to go golf. I don't want to have to ask to, and I know that's a respect thing and communication within a marriage, but I just, I just don't want to deal with that. But you want to have a kid. Yeah. But you don't want to have to ask to go golf. I mean, I'll just take the kid with with me, golf. That's not how it works. Uh, oh, that's how it would work in my life, pal. I mean, it's just factually not how it works. Yeah. I could make it If I work. didn't have my wife helping with our one kid, one kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd probably be living at my parents with that kid. I'm not joking. I'm 32 years old. I mean, I really wouldn't like I, but I, life would be so hard without another helper. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying life would be easy, but that's. I mean, I don't know. That's just how the way I want to play it out. Why don't you find a girl that you will enjoy raising a kid with? Like it'll be fun to raise a kid together. I mean, I perhaps that's an option. Yeah, that's the option most people take. Would you think (laughs) raising a kid with Gil would be a good time? Uh, no. Just like a couple boys, like two and a half men situation? I mean, maybe. It could potentially work. I just feel like we have so many differences that I, yeah, I don't, I don't know that some of his mindset and some of the ways he thinks about things, I don't know that I would want, you know, involved in my kid's life. Yeah, like you don't trust his, he, you just think he's an idiot. No, I I like I I mean I personally I love Gil. He's he's one of my best friends. Has been for years and years and years, but. Yeah, it's just he has some things in the in his brain that it's like he thinks go should go a certain way that I don't I don't I wouldn't want passed down to a kid. You wouldn't want all that liberal mumbo jumbo going into your baby. Yeah, brain. he's he can be negative sometimes, you know. With a, with a lot of situations, he takes the negative approach, whereas I take a more positive approach. So mm. I think that's how I would want to raise gotcha. a kid. Gotcha. No, that's good. Well, good. 
Uh, get that mustache, and you'll probably have girls <laughs> looking to to breed in no time. TJ, Roush, what's your all's most embarrassing situation you've experienced as a father? I don't I don't understand this question. Like, you think I feel embarrassment? I don't. Yeah, I also, like, what, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, like probably just, like, the first be... couple weeks, me not knowing something very basic at, like, the hospital I mean, or I something I sent the like kid that. to the school. I didn't know his picture day. And like, wow, that is was, super embarrassing. He was a slob. Who? Ca- I mean, I don't care. My brother, he went, uh, first kid was born. They, you know, you're at the hospital a couple days. He went out, got some food, bring it back to the wife, everybody. Uh, went to the wrong hospital. Parked, yeah, that's, that's a in, drop. Par- yeah, parked, went inside, was like, uh, this doesn't look for me. I'm looking for a room, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, we don't have that room. Uh, so it wasn't just like he parked and realized it before he went in. He like went all it's the not way like, Ask for help. It's not a fatherhood embarrassing thing. That's like a you're a man and you don't know directions. <laughs> like, gross. I can't imagine. TJ, did you ever have a meeting with the counselor for any bullying complaints by another student while in school? Of uh, Yeah, but it wasn't because of me. It was just like a group of people. But yeah. Yeah, regrettably. Did you ever throw parties in high school? Talk about the scariest thrills of all time. No, I never threw a party in high school. Yeah. Yeah, but we, like, my parents were cool. They sometimes were the ones, like, saying it was okay. You yeah. know? Just, like, I'd rather it be here than you all going out doing crazy, silly, stupid things. Did your all's parents have the bowl where they took everybody's keys away from them? Oh, no, they had a different bowl, though. <laughs> My parents always had, like, a big glass bowl. My mom would go around and everybody as they got there. If you're going to drink, put your keys in here. I'll give them back to you in the morning. I would be like, No. <laughs> I'm not but, driving home, but I'm also not giving you my keys. Then you couldn't stay. Couldn't have fun. Well, good, then I'm drinking and driving home, I guess. <laughs> Seems counterproductive to me. Scoots, the commercials are so loud every morning. Can you fix them? And that's from Shannon O'Bannon. If Shannon O'Bannon asks for something, Scoots, you do it. Yeah, no, and I know. And I just I don't think I have control over the commercial volume. I have, com- I have control over the volume in our ears, but I don't think I have control over the volume going over air. So I'll talk to our engineer about it. John here. Good morning. So we know the football cats need players to step up. So who needs to step up the most, Leary or the wide receivers, when it comes to the passing problems Both. this season? Pretty easy. I know they all need. I need. I know they all need to. So John did know that. But basically, what I'm asking is, who's the most to blame right now for the passing problems we have seen this year? Well, got to go. Cat you later. I think mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it falls back on the quarterback. Yeah, I just think they all stink and they need to be better. They I agree. Gotta, yeah. I agree. That yeah. is the right answer. But yeah. if you had to pick one of them, quarterbacks either find ways to make things happen or they don't. And at the end of the day, Leary's not making enough things happen, unfortunately. I like I, I want to agree with you, and then I just think of like guys getting hit in the numbers. And it's like, well, what do you do? <laughs> you know, he made a great play. You gotta you gotta reward him. Going back to simpler times of snapping the ball, another fun fan. Football scenario. TJ, how far could you take a kickoff starting at the one-yard line this week against Tennessee? Amazing question. Way to go, <laughs> Texter, on the Thornton's text line. That's awesome. I'm getting to the 15 easy. That's a lock. I'm catching at the yeah. one. I'm getting to the 15 at minimum. And I think I'm going to do my darndest to get to the 20. Or do I just do fair catch get at the 25? <laughs> I was totally expecting overconfident TJ there. I'd get to the 30. No, you come out with the 15. No, no, I think 15 is a good spot. I'm, listen, these people are uh, – I would be the slowest person on that field by probably a good, good margin. Is Am I faster than the kicker? Probably not. Probably not. Uh, we, have some, we have some other funny scoots texts and whatnot. We just can't 
we're out of time. Good luck having kids and going to golf without a wife, Scoots. I mean, that was the one. That was the most outlandish thing I've ever heard. I'm, I'm going to prove y'all wrong. That's yeah, I'll just it. take the kid Get that mustache. I'm going, will I'm, be. I'm going to the adoption place today. Well, get the... Just get a mustache and you'll save a ton of money. <laughs> All right, everybody have a great Tuesday. Enjoy Game 7 tonight. I will take the Phillies as well. Uh, Kentucky native. Let's go Tops. This is Kentucky Roll top. Call on Big X Sports Radio. TJ Walker, Nick Roush, Justin Galen. Either way, you meet me guaranteed to go down. Meet me in a trail. It's going down. 1450 on 96.1 FM. The Big X Sports Radio. WXVW Jeffersonville.